Hi guys, it's Kimmy. Welcome back to Real Table Talk. So we're continuing on Crazy Faith, guys. Um, okay, let's get back to let's get back to it. So like I was like I was sharing with you guys earlier. Okay, so where did we end? We ended off on the application, the app, the acceptance letter when it was received. So now I had to actually go ahead and activate stuff, see what's going to happen next. So when I actually got back, I, I contacted the office and let them know where I received my acceptance letter i told them i didn't know for sure though if it was going to have the funding i didn't know what's happening so the lady said okay let me check on that for you and see what's going on there again i did not stop i continue going and i just kept you know searching and making sure i put things in place because i really need to make this money could i really raise thirty thousand barbados dollars to go overseas i don't know but i knew that what was going to happen is that i was going so like i said every day every day religious because we were on vacation at that point now and every day i got up this was my routine i got up i'll pray i'll go straight to the computer i'll go straight on the queen's university page i go ahead and look through their pictures i i i made myself familiar with the stores and the shops in that area i became familiar with the lecturers and stuff of course is that they offer the activities you know the different clubs that they had i was just immersing myself into every aspect of queen's university you know what they stand for their mission their value everything i was learning guys and i did this every single day morning and night as soon as i get up i'll go right ahead i'll check it out and then the second time i will go is at night again i'll come back and i'll pray about it so then one day i said to my mom you know there was this lady who she's a barbadian but she's a pastor now over she resides overseas in the united states and she was having a service and i said you know what? i want to go to her church so i told my mom but she said let's go so we prepared ourselves to go on our way to the church i said to my mom I don't know but i feel like something big or something great is going to happen tonight so she didn't really take me on because most times people think that i'm just going crazy so i was like i don't know i feel i just feel like i'm going to be blessed tonight i didn't know why i said that but i just felt like i was going to be blessed so we go to the church and as soon as we're wrapping up it's uh the pastor she said okay there's a young lady in here who is looking to study overseas and i said the what who told her that because i never told her anything and you know i like i said i know her from being around there but i don't know her like that so she said oh, i want you to come forward so i came forward and she said you know we want to pray for you so she prayed for me and everything i mean this prayer was powerful guys and if you believe in prayer you know prayer changes things you know so she prayed for me I, uh, and I, I accepted it i received the praise and everything and the whole congregation they joined in and they prayed as well and then she said i want you guys to do something for me I'm going to send around a basket and I want you to place whatever you can into this black basket. And I want to bless this, this, this girl with this to start her because I know that right now she's looking at it. Like I said, I never had any conversations with her. So she never knew I was going to study. She didn't know I had a challenge in getting the money, nothing. So she collected the offering and whatever that money was, she placed that money in my hands. I almost cried. I said, oh my God, talk about being obedient because i felt in my spirit i needed to go to that church and it was like a last minute thing you know and it was just i was just following god one thing that i learned is when you when you step out a line of god and you do things on your own it never lines up you always find yourself in problems you have to come back again and try to fix stuff and you put yourself it's too much so when you could just sit and wait and listen and follow 
what he is showing you and do what he says to be what he says to be done then you will see the results you know so i did that so when i received the funding i was i was oh my god i was so delighted i was so excited i didn't even know i got back home and the first thing i do i was just singing and praising god and dancing i was so excited i was like god you are doing this you are doing this bear in mind we're still far off thirty thousand dollars nowhere near close not haven't heard about anything about the monies or anything like that okay so now I get back home, I go back into drive. What else can I do? What else can I do to raise funds? Okay, I'm going back to do my juices again. I'm doing the juices on the weekends and stuff. Okay, what else can I do? I'm going to sell some more snacks. Okay, snacks are not bringing in enough money. I need to do something else. So I came up with the idea. I said, okay, you know what? Let's do a dollar drive. So I before I got everything in place for the plans of Dollar Drive, I contacted the university here in Barbados again, find out from them what was happening. She said, you know what? I did hear back from them, but there was an error with the um, application. Apparently, it was supposed to be for a full year, but it's only been submitted for one semester. So you may get it for the first semester, but the second semester, you may have to find the money. And if you can't find the money, then you're not going to be able to go for a year. So when she said that, I said, okay, the devil is a liar. I'm going for the full year because that's what I wanted. It's a working on problem. Thank you so much. I didn't argue. I didn't have time to play the blame game because, yes, she did make a mistake because she was the one who was over that but i didn't i didn't have the time to be you know complaining and stuff it was about solution oriented what can i do next what can i do to rectify this problem because it is a problem but i'm going to identify it as such and i'm going to find a way to get over that hurdle so what i did then i decided okay i'm doing that's when the dollar drive idea came in and i said i'm going to do a dollar drive through my community i needed to contact the police department and get assistance from them because i needed them to be on the road i had to get the permit and everything so I went through that whole process and they said yes and everything. So we organized it. I got my another close friend of mine. We were going to be doing some dancing. So the vision that I have for the dollar drive was we had a truck. The truck would have the music. Then I had persons who were going to be doing it with me. Everybody was supposed to wear white and they were supposed to come with buckets. And then we would, as we go through the community and everything, I would stop at different intervals and we would perform a dance, right? Because again, I love to dance. So we would perform a dance and we would dance and stuff. So we had the, the, the path and everything created and we went ahead and we did that. And we were collecting the money. All you had to do was put in a dollar. You didn't, you weren't, I was expecting a person to put in more than a dollar. If you wanted to, you can, but I was just asking you for a dollar. So we did that. People came out, some people dropped money in and said, oh, I'm going to give to this. What is this for? And everybody loved the activity. The music was pumping. I did the playlist and everything and I did the dance and everything. It went well. But then on that drive, I met some people that were wow there was this one lady she was so mean she's like why would i give you money and my daughter is studying and i need to pay her for this and she just carried on and carried on i didn't i didn't feed into that what i said to her said i was thank you so much thank you so much for your time um you know i wish your daughter all the best and you know just i just give good words and i moved on because you don't want those things to interrupt your flow because the enemy he would find any and everything to creep in to find a way around it you know so i just kept flowing in that i went ahead completed complete that um dollar drive i had some other my family there i got the same pastor to come she prayed for us as we go and and we just we just we just worship because it was just gospel music we're going through the we're going through my uh community and i'm just that 
that and I'm praising God. I'm saying it as praising God and thanking him for what he's going to do next. Even though I don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to happen. I just knew that it will because I trusted him beyond a shadow of a doubt. So I kept going and going and going. And then the next Sunday in my church, the pastor at, at the church I was at, he then called me in and said, you know, we want to um, bless you. So then they gave me, I think it was like $500 or so or so and it was very grateful for that so that added to the bunch so now we're getting somewhere so now at this time i think i had just about probably like three thousand dollars by now i had uh, set aside again three thousand dollars is still far from 30. <laughs> so how is it going to happen i had i still have to purchase my ticket and everything so but it's because i was so passionate and if i was so um filled and I and I really believed in this thing and I knew it was happening everybody that I told about the dream it was sold almost everyone not everyone but yeah almost everyone most people were they bought they bought into my dream because I believed it and you could not have a conversation with me without seeing how passionate I was about this thing I mean I was selling the dream I started talking to people and I was telling I was like oh my god that's so amazing I really I, they may not have the may not have the money to help bless or do anything but they they pretty much offer their praise and you know good words and everything so now we had to take it up a notch because from that dollar drive I got some more money but it still was not enough so then I decided then okay what I'm going to do here is that I'm going to have a concert so I said I wanted to do a concert I told my pastor about it I wanted to do it at his church things didn't quite work out with that i'll tell you another story on that another time so i decided then to find another church my other cousin she knew of her uncle he has um he was the pastor at another church so she told me about that church so i went to that church i i got the um permission to have the concert there and everything i reached out to artists and stuff within barbados you know dancers and everything because they were supposed to be coming out to do it as a voluntary thing so most persons said yes they would and they did so we had a concert set up i had the tickets ready and we were selling the tickets and stuff most people were purchasing tickets purchasing tickets but more so as a donation and not necessarily as um they were coming out to it right so when i got to the event so we have the full hall and i mean we had like <laughs> it was painful guys it was really painful we had about 15 persons that were there 15 persons were there waiting um watching a part of the concert and that's excluding the people who were actually participating in the concert right and when they got there and they, and they have food and everything on steel and everything a lot of stuff i had to take home and then obviously we only had like the participants and stuff i didn't want to charge them for food because i wasn't paying them already so i gave that to them free you know i have something free because i really appreciate it that you are putting your time your effort into this for me so they didn't make much there and i remember um when my mom looked over at me because she saw the pain because i couldn't believe that you know um coming from where i was i mean my church they didn't even support me they didn't even buy into my vision they gave me the money just so i could not say they didn't give but it wasn't that they were with me and i couldn't understand i said so who is this god that we worship every sunday who's this god that we speak of who is this god that we say move mountains who is this god that we say do miraculous things who is this god then because if i'm if i think that i know who he is and i'm i'm exercising my faith because to be a christian you have to exercise your faith then who is it that you are serving you know so all those questions just came to mind and then i, I remember just 
standing still for a bit. I think everybody felt what was happening with me at the time because, I, again, I was the most excited person in the room because I was filled with this dream. But I was so silent because I was in so much pain and the pain was about, you know, how I was really pushing for this thing. And, and the people who I thought that would be with me, they left me. You know, and that's going to happen. Sometimes you're going to chase after things and people who you think that should be with you, people who you think that should be there to hold you up, they're going to leave you. But know something, God will never leave you. So I stayed there and I thought to myself, you know what? I have to return to this church tomorrow because it was a Saturday. I have to come here tomorrow, Sunday, and I want to say a major thank you to the uh, pastor for allowing me to be able to have it because he didn't charge anything and they were they were so nice to me they gave me everything that i needed and my church did it right and i didn't even know about this church until then so i thought i really need to come and and you know just say thank you so i called my cousin and i was telling them you know i'm not going to be going to church today because we usually go to the same church and he said oh you want to go to the other church i said yes he said well i was actually thinking about that him and his family everybody were going to all go together and i said oh look at god so we all went to this church and everything and um coming to the end of the church the pastor said um he saw me and he called me to the he called me to the altar and he said i want to pray for you I said, oh my God, look at God. So he prayed for me, you know, get it ready to go. And he should not have been the one to pray for me because I'm serving in another church. Where's my, where's my pastor, you know? Where's the one that's supposed to be covering me? Anyhow, so I went, he prayed for me and, you know, wish me well, everything and everything will work out and everything. And I, I thank him. And I said, I said a few words to the church. I just really wanted to thank them because some of them even came out and some of them even pitched in and they helped and they assisted because they, they were sold. They bought into the dream. So then when church was finished and I was on my way out, I remember the guy who would usually do the lockup and everything. And I saw him on my way because I, I, I didn't get to see him that night when I left. So I said, oh, I really want just wanted to thank you. He said, oh, my gosh, I am so happy that you are here. I would say, I don't know how or when next I'll see you. But, you know, I really it just touched my heart. And I think he said his wife and I really wanted to bless me. He gave me this envelope with money and, and I. And I, I just stood there. I prayed for I prayed for him. I said, oh, my God, he didn't have to. He really didn't have to. But I, I just blessed my heart with the level of kindness. Because the people who bless you are not the people that you know, you know. Most times, that's not the people that you know. So I was just so blessed. I could not. I could not. I just was like, oh, God, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I didn't know how much money was in there, but I was so grateful. Even if it was $5 or $2, the fact that he gave me, I know he gave with a very selfless heart. And I was so grateful for that. So I thanked him. I thanked the church and everything. When I left there, I was almost in tears. I could not believe it. I was like, oh, my God, these people. They, they really blessed me you know so i left i still don't have enough money guys no it's time for me to purchase a ticket to travel i still haven't heard back from the university nobody's seen anything i kept checking in all the time i checked in with the lady she said she haven't heard anything as yet but i still have to purchase my ticket so i start packing listen my mom said let me tell you something about crazy faith let me t- i learned crazy faith from my mom let's just be honest this woman she has some faith so she said let me tell you something start packing the packing your bags 
and I started packing my bags and I, I didn't know if it was going or not, you know, but I packed my bags and I prayed over that. I prayed over that luggage every day, prayed over that luggage every day, every day. I'll pray over it. I'll pray every day, every day. I'll pray. I had markets in the Bible. I, I would pray. I, I, I trusted God and everything. And I prayed over that. And again, I didn't know. It's time for me to purchase a ticket. It's time for me to go. When, because I was so late behind, the tickets were a lot more expensive. So by the time I was able to get my ticket, it was almost $3,000, which is almost half of the money. Um, I've, no, no, it wasn't half. It was like, I think a third of the money. Yeah. That I would have been using. So, and I still didn't know if I got the money from everything, but I said, you know, God, I'm going to trust you. And this is where the faith got even more crazy, but you got to stay tuned guys to the next episode to hear how it happened. <laughs>